Greetings, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Wake Up, Kick-Ass, Repeat. I'm Patty Waller, your outspoken host, of course, who is making the effort to keep you moving, thriving, and living with good health and energy. So what are you doing right now? Whatever it is, are your shoulders down? Is your head held up high in a neutral position? Is your belly strong, not sucked in, but supporting your torso? Those are just a few cues to today's subject. You guessed it, posture. Posture is not a stimulating topic of conversation, but it's one of relative importance. A strong posture is an uphill battle in today's world because we spend so much time sitting at a desk, buried in our technology, and not taking the time to work on, you know it, mobility, flexibility, and strength. Movement alone can make all the difference to your posture. So are you one of those people that waits until they're in chronic pain with their back before you decide to make some changes? As a kid, I was constantly reminded to sit up straight, not to slouch, and I guess that's why I ended up in 10 years of ballet class. But we really didn't understand posture the way we do now. Posture is the balance of how we stay in alignment so that our muscles dance with our skeletal system to move synergistically. Aging, unfortunately, is the dying process of our body. So like I've said time and time again, you can slow it down. Have you ever noticed older people who are hunched over with a very round upper back? They can't lift their heads. They can barely lift their arms. Part of that is relative to deterioration in the spine. It's called kyphosis. Now, in some cases, yes, disease like osteoporosis can be a contributing factor. But other times, it's years and years of poor posture and unhealthy lifestyle choices. So let's talk about the spine briefly. The spine is made up of 24 bones, seven in the neck or the cervical spine, 12 thoracically, which is actually your chest and mid-back, and five in your lower back or also known as the lumbar spine. The spine is half the weight of the body and protects the spinal cord and the nerves. So why don't we nurture it like a newborn baby? Admittedly, I can say this, we get lazy all of us. It's very easy to slouch. I can walk by a window sometimes and look and see myself, see my profile. And I'm like, oh shit, stand up and lengthen that spine. Make yourself taller. Have you ever seen yourself in a mirror unexpectedly? Do you catch yourself slouching? Training the body to sit, stand, walk in alignment is work. We get tired. We forget. And sometimes I think we fear we're just getting old, so what the hell? Well, I want to shift this mindset, people. So this is why I'm advising you to take what your mother or grandmother may have said and take it seriously, and let's get rid of the slouch. Good posture decreases stress on the spine that can lead to pain. Good posture makes you taller, more confident. You own the space you're in. It also helps to prevent muscle fatigue and imbalances. It helps you to avoid 
back issues, low back pain. In an earlier podcast where I talked about strength training, hint, hint, I talked about the importance of keeping your muscles strong as you age up. Well, these very same muscles stabilize the spine. They help the spine to articulate in different ranges of motion for bending, for stepping, for extending. All these movements are relative to your daily living, doing the things you love to do, be it sports, gardening, lifting groceries, lifting your grandchildren, pulling your carry-on, lifting your carry-on, getting up and down stairs or ladders. If you are moving, you are using your spine. So I'm going to break this down and then offer up some exercises that you can do on a daily basis to help with your posture. So let's go first with something we do every day, sitting in a car. Is your seat too close to the steering wheel? That's a big pet peeve of mine. You don't need to be right on top of it. Actually, I believe rule of thumb is 12 inches away. Because for one reason, you gotta be mindful of that airbag, God forbid it ever has to deploy, but also, You don't want to be too far back or too far forward because it affects your leg positioning when you're stepping on the gas or the brake. A lot of people drive with their left leg cocked out to the side towards the door. Put that knee in alignment with your hip. By externally rotating that left leg out towards the door, you are pinching the hip joint, and also putting stress on the piriformis muscle. So if you ever get out of the car and you have a, quote, pain in the butt, in the butt cheek, it could be because you were sitting too long in that position. So line your knees up with your hips. Also take notice about where your head is. I know it's on top of your shoulders, (laughs) but use your headrest. That's why it's there. It's not there as a buffer to keep you from getting whiplash if you're in a car accident. Sit up tall, put your head against that headrest. Keep it in line with your shoulders. So next time you are a passenger in a car, being mindful of your posture, of course, look at the people around you. Of course, you're going to see a lot of people looking down because they're all on their phones. But if you notice how people are driving, you'll see heads jutted forward, sitting on top of that steering wheel. Hands are going to be up at 10 and 2. 10 and 2, yes, that's what we learned in driver's ed, is the worst place for your hands because you're putting stress on your shoulders. Drop your hands down to, let's see, 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock, okay? Try driving like that. That will relax your shoulders. Let's move on. Sitting at a desk or table. So when you're sitting at a desk with a computer, that computer needs to be at eye level if possible. You don't want it too low because then you're going to be slouched over looking down. And you don't want it too high because then you're going to crunch your neck looking up. So yes, there are a lot of little idiosyncrasies here. Do your best to figure out where you need to be. Next is going to be standing. Standing is a tough one for myself included. I shift my weight from one hip to the other as opposed to trying to keep my weight balanced. When you do that shift back and forth, it stresses one side of the body. A big issue many of you could probably relate to is mother's hip. Mother's hip is huge. You will see mothers carrying their toddlers or babies on their hips. One side jutted out, supporting all the weight of their kid. 
that is going to create a whole shit ton of issues in your back as you get older. So when the kids get to a certain age and they can walk, put them down on the ground and let them walk and get the stress off of your back. I guarantee you will save your spine. Also, when you're standing, keep your weight, as I said, evenly distributed on both feet, stand tall, pull your shoulders back, and watch for the slouch. If you wear high heel shoes, and some ladies love to do it, you're putting stress on your pelvis, your butt looks great, your legs look great, but don't overdo it. Over time, your back is going to yell at you. Now I'm going to shift to walking. Yes, it's something else that we all do every day, but I can't believe how many people I observe walking that walk looking down at the ground. It's like they're watching their feet. Now, I think in theory, a lot older people like to watch where they're going because they don't want to trip and fall, and I can understand that, but you lift your chin up and you look out in front of you. You want to keep the torque off of the neck because whatever goes on in your neck also goes on in your mid back and it also goes on in your low back. My other little pet peeve when people walk is they don't use their arms. And I've tried this. They walk with their arms glued to their side. So they're moving through the air and the only thing moving is their legs, no arm work. So gently swing your arms. They are long levers designed to help your spine move, and it's also a part of balance. Stick your chest out, walk tall, walk proud. Lifting heavy objects, even if it's just a couple of bags of groceries. This needs to happen from your hips and from your glutes, not bending at the low back. Keep the object close to the body and use those legs. Brace your spine and breathe. And the last thing that we all do is sleep. For my stomach sleepers out there, find a new position. End of story. You're compressing your spine, and over time, it's not going to serve you well. If you're a side sleeper, I suggest that you sleep with a pillow between the knees because as we age up, we start to sag in the middle. And when you sag in the middle, you put a lot of stress on the hips and on the low back. If you put that pillow between the knees, it helps to keep things level. And back sleepers, oh, that's a tough one for people as well because <laughs> of snoring. And that doesn't serve us well either. But if it is a position you can get comfortable in, it's one of the posi best positions out there. And I have spoken with people that also slide a pillow under their knees. So sleeping, I know, has become somewhat of a combat sport because you're having to pad yourself. But if it keeps you out of pain, it's worth it. Right now, I am testing a new pillow that is a contour pillow for my neck and my shoulders. The jury is out, but I will keep you posted because as much as I love fluffy pillows, they were not serving my body well and I was starting to have a lot of neck issues. So the, I decided I would give this high-end pillow a shot. I will let you know in another show how that's going. So lastly are the health demons that can contribute to your postural health. 
Excessive weight around the gut. Yes, the belly. You put all that weight on one side of a lever and it's going to pull it right over. It's going to pull you out of alignment and put you in a stressful position. So if you can keep the belly fat down, it's going to help your back as well as your other joints. Osteoporosis, which is weakening of the bones, can also cause problems with your posture. That in itself is another whole episode, but the, but all the more reason to do the strength work, mobility and flexibility work, and do what you need to do to stay strong in your spine. And lastly is stress. Stress just does not do the body good in a whole host of 101 reasons. So if you can keep your stress level down, work on your breathing, that too is going to help you with your posture. So it is a tall order and I've given you a lot to process, but the bottom line is being as tall as possible, shoulders relaxed, opening that chest up, and that in turn is going to allow you to breathe. Now in the beginning, I mentioned exercises that you can do to help with all of this. And I'm going to put the images on my website so that you will have a visual cue to these exercises. Back muscles are meant to move and stabilize. So these exercises are simple and focused. No weights are required. But I do encourage you to complement this with a structured program that focuses on strengthening your back and core. So here are my top eight favorites for keeping the back muscles strong or the postural muscles strong. You may know some of these by term. Others you may not. Uh, here we go. Cat cow, bird dog, chin tucks, doorway stretch, trapezius stretch, hip bridges, the infamous plank, and then a half cobra pose. So like I said, I will put images on my website and you can check those out for your reference. So now I know you will be very self-conscious about how you sit and how you walk. I hope it will be a little bit taller and I can send you on your way with many, many thanks for tuning into this episode. Please share, like, and follow on Apple or Spotify. Remember, check out my website, get the notes to the show, because the link will be right there for you. That's it, friends. Until next time, keep training with a purpose for sport and life. Be well.